This is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey guys, so usually I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for today's episode. Can I tell you something? I've just been having a rough couple of days. Just, I got a message from someone on the internet and took it personally and it's just been really rough and just trying to figure out what to do with that. Um, how to handle those feelings because truthfully I am an introvert and I am a sensitive person, but um, putting myself out there and moving things along with my business and helping other people, um, it's something completely new to me and it's just territory that I'm learning and the internet can be really scary. Uh, Connecting with people that you don't know can be really scary. You might offend someone and it's just, it's scary, but then other days you wake up and you get wonderful message messages from people like Fiona. So Fiona said, hi, I'm from Australia, but live in London. I'm in the last week of Couch to 5K and I've been too scared to actually go do a 5K park run, but listening to your podcast, I've decided I'm going to do it on Saturday. Even if I can't run the whole way, I'm going to give it a go and fingers crossed I make it to the finish line. Thank you for giving me the push I needed. Happy running. And so, oh, like that, that just felt so good. And it's just, I mean, it's a testament to how our words can be so helpful to someone. Like my podcast was helpful to her and then her, you know, just thanking me, that was so helpful to my day. And so I just hope that whatever is happening in your day today, that this podcast can bring some energy, some happiness, um, some real talk, but just know that, you know, the goal for all of us should be being happy, healthy, and strong and finding the people and the things that help us do that. Today's podcast is from a Facebook live I did inside my new runners running to lose weight Facebook group. And I want to start off by saying that if you are following a diet, um, and maybe you're calorie counting and you're using my fitness pal or you're doing keto, you're doing Whole30, you're doing the 21-day fixed containers, whatever it is, if you're doing a diet or following a meal plan, I just want to say that I'm not hating on you. Those are all tools that we use in order to lose weight, to learn about food, whatever. Um, and I think the goal is to use those tools to gain knowledge about food and about how our bodies work and how we want to eat for the rest of our lives. So I just want to say that those are all really awesome tools if you think about them as tools to help you and um, just not something that you have to do to yourself because there's something wrong with you. There's something detrimental that you have to punish or fix or something, but really just those are tools that people use to learn more about food and get them to the goals that they want to be. I really encourage you to learn as much as you can about food, about macronutrients, about fats, carbs, and protein, about how your food is grown, um, how your body feels after you eat something, how you feel when you're running and you don't have enough energy, or you're running and you ate a whole bunch of processed food. Um, I've talked about how I ran a marathon after eating pizza for three days and uh, didn't go so well. My body did not feel too good from that. But yeah, so whatever it is that you're doing, just know that I'm not hating on you. Um, but I encourage you to explore these different things and find what works for you and find the way that you can eat and be happy, healthy, and strong for the rest of your life. Let's talk about carbs because I've been hearing this a lot from people and I see it on social media a lot. There's a lot of new diets that are out there that tell you to cut carbs. It's not, actually, it's not even new. Like Atkins in the early, you know, 2000s, the 90s, Atkins diets were really big. I remember my uncle, 
um, would still eat at McDonald's, but he just wouldn't eat the bread. He would, he would get hamburgers and he would eat the burger, but he wouldn't eat the bread. And he lost weight doing that. He lost weight. But let's talk, we're gonna talk about carbs and we're gonna talk about diets and overall health and calories and all of this, this uh, all of this big stuff. And we're gonna talk about emotional eating and like why we eat and like the problems that we get ourselves into. So first of all, calories are not bad. Calories are not bad. Calorie is literally a unit of energy, something that we consume. It gives us energy. Like we cannot function if we don't have energy. We cannot go out running if we don't have energy. Um, and that being said, carbs are not bad. <laughs> carbs give us energy. I know that when I um, was first trying to lose weight and I did a diet where I could only consume uh, protein, uh, fats and vegetables. And vegetables do have carbs, but it was non-starchy vegetables. So just broccoli, spinach, asparagus, like really good for you vegetables. And that's kind of where I got my vegetable obsession. But I didn't consume anything that was starchy. I didn't have any grains. Um, and I learned a lot from doing that diet. I learned I do not have um, a gluten allergy. I don't have um, anything, any sensitivities. I was, I did find out like milk, dairy, cheese. Um, once I removed that from my diet, I was good to go. Once I added it back in, um, I would see a lot of acne. And so I kind of decided, you know, dairy is not really something that I need to have in my life all the time. But something that I did find out was I could not go running when I did not consume enough carbs. So I was only eating vegetables and I was also training for a half marathon and it was miserable. I was so tired. I wasn't consuming enough. And I would go out there and I would try to run and it was Chicago and it was like summertime and it was so hard to go running. I just did not have enough fuel to fuel my body. I Like we talk about a car, right? A car needs fuel to run. You cannot run a car and empty, you put gas in a car to run. Same thing with food, same thing with calories and carbs. Like we put that into our bodies to help us run. And so yes, like if we decide to exclude carbs, our body will figure out a different way, they'll use fat, you know, we'll, that's what the whole keto diet is about. But let's talk about carbs in themselves. And I hear a lot of people say this, I gained weight over the winter because I ate so many carbs. And I wanna, I wanna break that down for you, um, or just kinda like break it apart because I eat a lot of carbs. I eat um, mostly plant-based. There are so many carbs and vegetables, and it's probably not the carbs you're thinking about. You're probably thinking about potato chips and cookies and bread, but there are carbs, there are carbohydrates in vegetables. There are carbohydrates in potatoes, and I eat a lot of potatoes. Um, they fuel me. And uh, carbohydrates in beans, and I used to be afraid of those, especially when I had first cut carbs out of my diet. Um, I thought, oh gosh, as long as I don't eat carbs, I can eat whatever the heck I want and I'll still lose weight and I'll still be happy. Um, and then I realized, well, actually, I do want carbs in my life. And I had to get over this really scary thing where once I started adding carbs back in, once I started eating rice and quinoa and like bread, I realized, hey, it's not the carbs that prevented me from losing weight. It was my overconsumption of carbs. I remember the first time I tried to lose weight um, I had been good for like two weeks, uh, sticking to a meal plan, sticking to a diet, and then we had gone out to a restaurant and there was a bowl of bread on the table. And I had been good for the two weeks, but that day it was a mess. I was a teacher, I didn't eat, I, I got to dinner and I just went to town on this bowl of bread. I ate all the bread, I ate my entree, I had a dessert, 
And so in my mind, I was like, the bread, the bread messed me up. The bread messed me up. It's, you know, I can't have carbs. And I started demonizing carbs. But really what the problem was, I didn't plan my day. It's not the carbs that were the problem. It's not the bread that was the problem. I didn't plan my day. Um, and so I started taking that, you know, like really examining situations. What was the cause of this? Was it something external or was it me? And not to make myself feel like crap, but like take that responsibility because that's something I can change. That's something I can control. Um, so I learned I have to plan my day out better. I have to treat eating um, kind of just like a lesson plan and get a quick sketch of what it is I'm going to eat. It doesn't have to be perfect. My lesson plans in school were never perfect, but just getting a quick sketch of what I'm going to eat during the week just helps me frame, okay, you know, this is where I'm going. I don't have to feel um, like, oh gosh, I'm not going to be able to eat anything. I don't have to feel like I have to be perfect. I just have a quick sketch of what I'm eating. And so, yeah, so it wasn't me not eating carbs that caused me to lose weight. It was me being in a calorie deficit. But here's the thing. I didn't count calories to lose weight. I've literally never counted calories successfully. I didn't count calories, but being in a calorie deficit is what caused me to lose weight because I wasn't over consuming bread, because I wasn't over consuming sugar and cookies and potatoes, because I wasn't over consuming these. That's how I lost weight, the calorie deficit. So it's like whether we want to track calories or not, when it comes down to, yeah, if you're in a calorie deficit, that's how you lose weight. But your mindset does not need to be focused on calories, calories, calories to create that calorie deficit. Does that make sense? So when you do a diet like keto, you're gonna lose weight because you're creating a calorie deficit. You're not eating as much food. You're not eating as many calories. And the other thing about like cutting calories, I'm sorry, cutting carbs out of your diet is that you're gonna see this artificial weight loss. It's not fat that you're losing, it's just water. Carbs hold more water in your body. Um, so if you're not eating them, you're gonna see the scale drop two, three, four pounds like in a couple of days, but it's not fat loss. You don't lose four pounds of fat in a couple of days. And so I'm guessing that a lot of us, if we are working on a weight loss goal, we want to lose fat. We don't want to lose weight. Like that means nothing. What this scale says means literally nothing, nothing. It doesn't mean a thing. But if we want our pants size to change or we want to wear a certain dress, that's that's fat loss. That's not weight loss. So, um, and I've talked about this like, I, you could have, be the same exact number on the scale as someone else, but your body looked different. And that's because of the fat composition, the muscle composition, completely different. Um, so yeah, if you cut carbs out, you're gonna lose an artificial, you're gonna lose weight, you're gonna lose pounds on the scale, but that doesn't actually mean fat loss. And I mean, for me as a runner, when I cut those carbs out, it made it really hard to stay energized for my running. And it also was like this learning curve of figuring out how much food do I need to eat so that my body is fueled and I'm not, um, you know, starving myself and I don't have enough energy to run, but also how do I find that balance so that I'm not over consuming because that was something else I did was, well, oh gosh, I'm running. I should eat all of this food beforehand the night before. I should have gels while I'm running. Um, once I'm done running, I should have beer and pizza and cookie, Jameson, you're here, cookie butter. And I would sit there and I would eat cookie butter to like reward myself. And so, you know, weight loss is about creating a calorie deficit, but the way it makes it easier is when you really start to examine the habits that you're doing and why you're doing it. 
it's just a rule for me that I don't reward myself with food. I do not use food as a reward. I'm not a cute dog. I'm not a puppy. I don't use food as a reward. Food is something I eat. It's something I enjoy, but I'm not saying like, wow, I did so great. I deserve X, Y, Z. No, no, no. I can have X, Y, Z, but I'm not going to create that causational, oh, because I did this, then I get to do this. And I think about it in a classroom, like five-year-olds should get to play at recess um, because they're five and they should get to, and it doesn't matter if they did their homework, they should get to get up and run and play because they're five and they need to. For me, I should get to have carbs or pizza or whatever I want because I enjoy them and I'm on this planet one time. Um, I want to eat those things, but that doesn't mean I can overconsume them and binge on them or use them as a reward or set up those things. And so this book, um, Women, Food, and God, this book was, I mean, it changed me so much just reading about someone else's struggle because the author, she said she's been a normal weight, she's been obese, she's been anorexic, she's been everything in between and really had to dive in and learn why is she overeating, why is she starving herself, um, and I just related to it, related to it so much. And don't worry if you're not religious. It kind of talks about God as in the universe sense and not like super religious. So it, it's a really good book. I highly recommend this. Janine Roth, Women, Food, and God. Um, it was amazing. But so let's talk about overall health because, um, yeah, like if you're cutting calories, um, you want to think about the foods that you're eating still and you're not sitting there and eating cheese and crackers and Oreos and whatever because they're not gonna fill you up and that's what's gonna lead you to binge eating because you're gonna be like, oh gosh, I'm so hungry, this didn't fill me up. You know, I ate 12 or 15 100 calorie packs of cookies, but I'm still hungry. And here's the crazy thing. If you did that, like if you only ate 1500 calories or whatever, that would put you in a calorie deficit. If you only ate that, you would probably lose weight. Um, we've read stud or we've read the things about the guy who only ate 1600 uh, calories worth of potatoes or the person that only ate potatoes until they were full and they didn't count calories, but they still created a calorie deficit. That's how they lost weight. Or the Subway diet created by creating a calorie deficit. Um, Taco Bell diet, same thing. All of these things, all of these people lost weight because they created a calorie deficit. Is Subway good for you? It's not the best option. Is eating only potatoes really good for you? No, probably not. And also it's really boring. And I mean, you're missing out on a lot of other nutrients. Um, Taco Bell diet, probably not the best, but you know, these are things that people have done to lose weight, but losing weight is different than overall health. Um, I personally eat mostly a plant-based diet because I feel so much more energized when I'm eating plants versus um, eating processed foods. Um, it's cheaper. Like people always say eating healthy is cheaper. No, like a bag of broccoli is a dollar. If you go to McDonald's and you get a hamburger, it's a dollar, but also you're going to have health bills and medical bills later on if you continue that process over and over. So I do think about overall health when I'm thinking about myself and weight loss goals, um, should be about, you know, creating a healthier lifestyle and not just, oh gosh, I have to get skinny. I have to get skinny. I have to get skinny. Um, that mentality 
which she talks about a lot in this book, that mentality is gonna keep you where you are or once you get to being your skinniest self, you're not gonna be happy, you weren't thinking about overall health, you're going to get to that point and still feel like crap inside. So it really matters to like do the inner work now, take the time to learn about the food that you're eating, but also learn about why, like what, what about you is that like wanting to get to that point? Is it for overall health? Awesome. Is it because you've never been a certain size and you want to be that size? Cool, that's fine. Girl, go for it. I encourage you to look good and feel good and do whatever you need to help yourself, but really take the time to journal and learn more about yourself and feel confident in your skin while you are the size that you are because if you get to that point of being skinny, you're gonna feel like crap anyway. You're gonna feel like crap or you'll sabotage yourself and you'll binge and you'll go completely to the other side of the pendulum. Um, so the other thing I wanna talk about is um, food and like learning to eat. So I think this is the biggest part of why I've been successful and have stayed the size that I am and haven't yo-yoed, you know, gone up 20 pounds or like gained, you know, gone into old sizes of clothes. Um, and that is because um, I've learned how to eat. I've learned how to incorporate treats into my day. There are times that maybe I've overconsumed, but I always like, oh yeah, this is how it feels when I feel like crap eating all of that processed food. This is how it feels when I fuel my body with like really good for me foods. And so I always think about a classroom and I know there's some teachers out there. Um, I think about a classroom and if you teach a kid math, um, if you teach them something like, you know, you just have them memorize five plus five equals 10. And you just have them memorize these facts and you don't ever actually have them draw out what five looks like and like make that representation. They're never going to learn the concept. They're just going to learn, learn rote memory and never learn the process of adding. So they're never gonna learn how to use their fingers. They're never gonna learn how to draw a picture. They're not gonna understand what the heck it means five plus five. That's so abstract. And I think about it the same way with food. If you only reduce food down to, these are how many calories I should eat, this is how many um, grams of protein, how many grams of fat, how many grams of carbs I should be eating, you never actually learn the food that makes you feel good. It's just rote memorization. If you're only following um, Whole30, like okay, I, I only have, a protein, fat, and veggie, and that's all I ever have, and you never like experiment and <laughs> learn about how food makes you feel when you try adding some things in, you're probably going to fail after a couple of months or weeks or years. You're probably going to fail when you try to have something because you didn't take the time to mess around, try things out, learn something besides rote memorization. Same thing with people that just count calories to lose weight. Counting calories is a tool to lose weight, but learning about how food makes you feel, messing around, trying different things, trying different recipes, um, coming up with your way of eating, that's like that's long-term, coming up with your own way of eating. And so I think about different diets like keto, Whole30, 21 Day Fix, counting calories, intermittent fasting, as tools that we use to learn about food and learn about the way that we want to eat. But unless we get messy and we try things out and we're not worried, um, we push ourselves to not be worried about failing and like, okay, you know, I'm gonna try this out, make it a big science experiment, try things out and learn from them. 
We're setting ourselves up for failure because I don't know a single person that can only eat off of the 21 day fixed meal plan for the rest of their lives. Like that's not, no, like you're not going to be able to do that for the rest of your life. I don't know a single person that can eat the way whole 30, like only having protein, fat, and veggie. No, that's not realistic or only counting calories. There are plenty of times you're going to go on vacation and not know the calorie content of the food that you're eating. And for me, that set me up to be really scared of doing anything social because I didn't know what was going to be there for me to eat. And so really taking the time to say, hey, this is going to be okay. I'm going to try something out. I know what makes me feel best. So I'm going to try these things out, but I can always come back to this and I can follow this template that I have set up in my mind, in my mind and always con- like worry, um, always focus on I'm doing this to be happy, healthy, and strong. I'm not just doing this to be skinny. I'm doing this to be happy, healthy, and strong. And so even when I have a treat meal, that's part of being happy. That's part of like mental health. Um, it doesn't necessarily make me strong, but you know, having treat meals do make me happy and they do make me mentally healthy. But then I come back to, you know, eating plants makes me my happiest, healthiest, and strongest. So I always want to come back to that, you know, try things out, but come back to the thing that makes me feel amazing. And so I think that it's like losing weight wasn't, um, in the last three years, losing weight was not like my main priority. And that's kind of like why I haven't lost any additional weight is that I have just been focusing on being happy, healthy, and strong. Um, if I do have a goal, like I want to lose 10 pounds, I know how to do it. I know how to create a calorie deficit. Um, you know, I can, I can try those things out, but this is kind of like, I feel like this is where my body, like I get to eat like awesome treats. I feel good about things. Um, I'm able to do everything that I want to do. I can go out and I can go run. I can go out and I'm in shorts and I'm comfortable. Um, I'm happy the way I am. And so, you know, it took some time to get here and there was lots of trial and error through the process. But I think that taking the time to, you know, just really think about why you're eating food, um, creating an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset, reminding yourself that there are so many options instead of just like, oh gosh, I have to cut, cut, cut. Um, and learning about the food that you're eating and not just reducing it to these are calories in, calories out, but learning what foods make you happy, what foods um, make your body feel good, then it makes those, I mean, like you can do that and you can have the treat meals and they're not that big of a deal. Um, that's been that's been my learning thing. It's been, it's, and that's the thing is that it's like, none of this is gonna be solved in four weeks. So if you see someone that's like, hey, I'm doing this four week, this 28 day, this 80 day, whatever, that's fine, that's cool. But don't just take that as like, oh, I'm doing a diet. Take it as I'm learning things about food and I'm learning things about myself and I'm learning about how I want to live my life for the rest of my life and not just, oh gosh, I'm trying to get skinny, skinny, skinny. Um, and you know, you don't have to be afraid of carbs. It's not the carbs that, um, it's not carbs that are preventing anyone from losing weight. I have probably over 200 grams of carbs every single day. Um, it's not carbs that make us gain weight. It is over consuming food, binge eating, over snacking. Um, and yeah, like we can, there's a way to go about things without cutting, cutting, cutting and feeling awful and never feeling like you get to eat anything fun. So actually in my upcoming program, we are going to be diving in more to this. It is called 
flexible eating 101 and it is just like working on having really awesome foods for us, really easy recipes and working on the binge eating and the over um, the overconsumption and the mindless snacking that gets us off course. Um, and then it's just a way to fuel our bodies while we're running. Like if we're out running a race, we want good foods in our body. We don't want this crap food. It's gonna ruin our run. It's gonna ruin all of the work we do. So I am really excited about that. All right guys, I hope you have a good rest of your afternoon. All right, guys, I will be back next week with some more juicy stories. I, I mean, I try to give you a good balance of, you know, tips on running, tips on weight loss, um, my story, how I started running, how I lost weight, and then just like inspiration from other people. Um, I love hearing from people in their 30s who have changed their lives around, who have like just started running or started a new job, a new career. I'm so inspired by people like that because I think that's like that's the thing with running. Like anyone can, you can start at any time and you can, I mean, honestly, oh, that's, that's the thing with anything. You can literally start any of this stuff at any point in your life. Um, it doesn't have to be something that you were good at when you were in high school anytime. But if you are not a member of my Facebook group, I have two of them, guys. Don't forget. If you are working on a weight loss goal, definitely check out New Runners Running to Lose Weight. And if you are just running for the sake of running, definitely check out Us Runners Running Club. I have the links for both of them in the show notes. I, have, I hope you have an awesome rest of your week. Bye. Go for a run. Go do it.